Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome, brothers and sisters, to an audio experience brought to you by Muslims on the Move, a program of Advanced Platform Committee. Once again, we want to engage with you through this podcast and hope it benefits you. So take a listen to this week's episode and let us know what you think. Assalamu alaikum. You are listening to another, another one, another episode of Muslims on the Move. You have myself, Abdul Rahman. Amina. Fatima. And Kabir. Yes. We got to find like a, a nice, a nice, like good audio yeah. or, or like a good, a good sound bite that- right, right there once we're done there. But, yeah, because that intro was always funny. All right, all right. At the end, I'm always going to be like, like you know, some explosion <laughs> sound or something. But we are talking about, you know, this. We thought there was a lot of topics that we can have for this episode. There's a lot of things that were on our mind to talk about. But you know, I felt like this episode had come to us. You know, this one, this one was fell on our exactly. Absolutely, we didn't. Uh, maybe marched up to our steps. That's really right. Um, right. <laughs> that's a great wow. way. Great way to put that. Right. right? Because... But, but, but real quick, real quick, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy outside. But before we jump into any of that, um, you know, salute to everybody that you know came out to the event that we uh, moderated mm. over over at platform. Uh, if you are tuning into the podcast for the first time after seeing us over at platform uh thank you we really appreciate you taking welcome, the time welcome. out uh right we appreciate you we love you um and hope you're staying safe out there and welcome right. indeed especially in 2020 i don't know 2021 i guess we say um it feels december 31st, feels awfully familiar you know i don't know why i thought thought we expected other things but 2021 it's it's a new year ladies and gentlemen happy new year by the way i don't think we said that yet but happy new year are we are we really happy Uh, are we really happy that's the question uh, i'm happy to be here right now y'all know 2021 right right? 2021 (laughs) that's where we are so how's 2021 going for everyone so far um alhamdulillah i feel like it's it's been pretty good i mean i've been starting a new venture um traveling Making that a, a big thing, you know, it's it's so weird. Yeah. Like I I never really travel oh like a lot, like O D. Wow. But in the last two, like twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, I've been traveling like nonstop. So during COVID. So, like the worst time. During to COVID. You started, right. Right. You decided to you said, Oh, okay. This is the best flights, time to travel. If you see, if you, right. That's what I'm saying. If you've seen these numbers, these numbers in these flights, nah. You're you, risking you it all for a deal, it. huh? I got it. I mean, listen, <laughs> listen. I bought a $17 ticket. A $17 flight to... Real life. So, I mean, I'm I'm talking like I didn't do any traveling myself. But, yeah, so where we went? I'm I'm interested to know now. Where'd you go? So, I'm always in and out of Chicago. I went to Cleveland. I went to Ohio. Um, You know Cleveland and Ohio, right? So... Yeah. um, I'm just... I'm just... I'm I'm repping for Cleveland. I'm repping for Cleveland. That's all. All right. Um, Any other cool trips, uh... 2021 London wow London um, Nigeria wait 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 yeah this escalated rather quickly they dropped COVID two out in London 
Yeah, they did. They definitely did. Oh, wow. But you, you know, we you living dangerous. You're lit. <laughs> I'm risky. Did you do? Your list escalated <laughs> rather quickly. You were like, yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm going to Cleveland. I, going to you know, I, don't know, I just really forget. London. I forget where I go. So I just like, oh, then London, right. then Nigeria. Okay, yeah. How long? Are you about you to go to to Wuhan next? Yeah, I'm go- I'm going I'm going to Nigeria. I'm going to the the, the capital of war. So, so in Nigeria or really abroad, are they like taking COVID serious? Or, you know, is it all shut yeah, down? Yeah, I think you have to take you have to take a, a test like two to three days before you can take the flight. So if you don't have that test, you cannot take. That what flight. What about when you get? I've heard that they're gonna mandate right, vaccine. Yeah, right. Mandates for who? Yeah, right. Oh, for me, I'll take that. They're, like they're gonna, they're gonna um soon mandate it. Like if you want to travel out of the country, because I'm planning sure. on going home and we already got um. There was this thing they posted that there's a chance by March that um they might have already mandated it if they can start um doing um if they've started like giving the vaccine to people publicly, <laughs> then it might be um important like you have to show proof that you have the vaccine are they are they opening it up again i didn't even realize they were opening up the omra or the haram rather yeah they already opened i think they already opened up haram I can you imagine so. i'm going to nigeria nonsense flights mm. <laughs> nonsense flights yeah i wonder like if other countries are like once you get on ground if they are like shut down like the states right. or because when i was in mexico it was business as usual business as usual for everybody out there so who knows? Um, twenty twenty one. Anybody else go to anybody uh, anywhere else during twenty twenty? Um, no, I think mm-hmm. that's it for now. I think I'm just more on the entrepreneur side mm-hmm. now. Yeah, trying to see what I could do out here. Gotcha. Right, make some money flip. Turn five into five hundred. Right. Right, the six hundred stimmy, turning <laughs> the six hundred stimmy into ten k. Right. Yo, right. Yo, don't don't tell me that you're about to do that that PPP stuff. Who has their uh, which one? Who got this? You know the loans that the people was trying to they were trying to. Oh uh, nah, I'm trying I'm trying to do Bitcoin. I don't know who know how to do Bitcoin, but I need I need the I need the levels on that. This is the timing on it. I don't know if you want to dabble. You know what's crazy what though? While we're here mm-hmm. though, I'm gonna just say this because I've I, just mad times. I can give you like three times over the last like three to four years where I was like, all right, today's the day I'm gonna plunk my money in Bitcoin and I didn't do it. And that price just doubled or tripled. So I'm gonna just say no time like the present, you either believe or you don't. Tesla. Oh, I, I heard that's, about uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I'll take that over Bitcoin at this point. But so interesting. So throughout this, you know, the the whole midst of this year, we got we talked about some of our plans, what we want to do this year. But then we get hit with January sixth, which I think will go down in history as a day that you know people aren't going to forget. Um, where there there are a group of individuals that that uh decided to to raid the. U.S. Capitol building. I'm going to stop right there. I literally, I, I, I just, I woke up this morning. I didn't think this was possible. Everybody, was there even any casualties? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Um, they're saying one person died. Yes, a lady oh, died. Wow, okay, interesting. Yeah, and she so happened to die in the building. One, the just the facts around this is really vague, like. It really big. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not much on it. They they didn't even identify the woman. 
they also said that the woman was a civilian. So she wasn't a worker. Why she was in the building, what happened that she got shot. No, no, none of that information is out. Was, is the woman white? I guess safe to assume or should we assume? I don't know. Um, so it's just a lot of questions right now. And I feel like after maybe 3 p.m., the media just really slowed down on what they were reporting. Um, but let's talk about what has been reported. What are some of the things that we've, we've seen on social media or video, period? Um, so I think the thing that sticks out for me um, and just seeing this across again, a variety of just local and national and international news reports is that they did find two like actual explosive devices uh, in the area. One at the RNC headquarters, another by the U.S. Capitol. Um, so that that is, you know, that's sticking with me. Like I'm like that's that's really how I'm treating all of this. That's I think the energy that we should be giving this moving forward. Like those are devices that could have gone off. And if those had gone off, this is a whole different story. Absolutely. Absolutely. So can we identify who who we're talking about? Like, who are these people that that are raiding the, the, the Capitol right now? Like, I, I, I don't know if you've been looking at any headlines, but they've described as protesters. Um, <laughs> um, oh, let me see. It, it, I don't know if you they've been described as American patriots. Uh, wow, interesting. Mm-hmm. You don't want to. You don't want to know who who, who who called them American patriots. By the way, um, their best friend Trump, probably David Duke, Ivanka Trump. Right? Is this a good time? What? So, do, do you want to? The, the fact that over. All right. So we're talking about what's going on, and let's talk about what our president is saying about this also right so he he puts out a, tr- uh, a tweet maybe around 3 30 or so that was a response to first ivanka's ivanka uh, ivanka's tweet she goes american patriots I, i'm just amazed imagining that's how she would sound uh, yes and that is any <laughs> security breach or disrespect to our law enforcement is unacceptable the violence must stop immediately please be careful that's her. That's her statement to uh, to the world, and uh, her husband responds, "Please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful." Trump. Ouch. Now, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> now, if this was if this was black people, he would be like, uh, "Release, release the tear gas on those thugs." This is like I just feel like the terminology right. is crazy American people. right now, like. It's crazy positive. While if it was, <clears throat> if they were a little darker, they would have been like, "Yo, hang them niggas!" Like, right? Up. I mean, really, what it sounds like he's saying is, "Hey, fam, look, I know you out there. I know what you're doing, <laughs> but look, just don't hurt any policemen because <laughs> you know they they are people too. So don't hurt any policemen because that's something that we that's that to get too sticky. But do do what you do. Be you know, be safe, have fun. But just remember, the police they they with us." That's what it sounds like to me. The, the hate really is taking me out. He said, "He said good looks, you know, right. good looks." G-Lo. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. That's I'm crazy. moved by all your love and support. All right. Did anybody um see uh the the video the Biden um Biden actually did a speech 
which um uh, you know well i mean he's the president elect so i think it was a good move on his part to to speak up um i think if he didn't speak up it would be right? weird no right. let me first start by saying i think it was a very very well written speech the parts that was written was very very well written um it was compassionate and it just acknowledged the fact that this is not right. These people should not do this. And this is not fair. Now, it was also very theatrical, right? I I, I, I think it was kind of like a WWE, you know, Macho Man, like a, like a real classic Macho Man, Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan, you know, <laughs> duo talk, right? He, he starts off, he starts off the entire speech by going, I demand the president of the United States, Donald Trump, to get on TV right now. I don't know why he had to specify to get on TV right now, right now, and tell everyone to stand down. And I was just like, oh, okay. But honestly, I'm not surprised by that kind of language, only because I feel like that's the type of timing Trump put us in, like, this is reality TV type of timing. Like people want entertainment. It is no. It is no yes. longer about politics. Get on TV. People Show yourself. Them. Right. Right. You know what I mean. So they're like, all right, let's make WrestleMania twenty twenty one a little early. Like that's really how they feel. Man. That's that's how they move. And so I I don't know. At least I I, I kind of in some some way shape or fashion I'm like, well, at least he said something, and you know I'm glad he spoke up. But I'm also like, right. This is our president. Cool. <laughs> right, but we knew that. But we True, knew that, right? very much so. So, <laughs> so, can we address uh, the elephant in the room real quick? Um, Which is if these protesters so happen to be another nationality, and I'm going to go as far as to say any other nationality, how do we feel that that would you know this this event would be handled? <clears throat> well. Um, they will all be terrible. I think, to be fair, I think there are a couple other nationalities, not many, but just like I would love to hear other this. nationalities that could probably. I I don't know if that's a on you know on on um APC town <laughs> conversation, um, <laughs> but I think like that goes into sort of like more of a conversation of like how do white people um sort of again view people from like other parts of the globe, not just like Africans, but like, let's say also Asians and, and Latinx folks. And that's not me saying um, one way or the other, but I think there's a little bit of that that plays into those dynamics. Um, I will say, I think like we, we, know the, we know the rules of like this game. We know the rules are not fair. We know this entire thing is rigged. Um, and I mean, if you didn't know, I don't know how you didn't know, but you know now, right? Like the police and like right the origins of policing anyways right came from slave catcher patrols um like there was never really about like you know upholding sort of this this level of like equality it i, I think it's always sort of been rooted in making sure those that are undesirable and i think in this country, at least how they're choosing to move is that like, right, black is always going to be undesirable. That's always going to be the threat. Like that's something that the police is, is instituted to manage, right? That's why our president now, our president-elect rather, right? And back in the nineties, um, when they were talking about urban youth and crime, right? This man 
um, advocated for um, the funding of said police um, and prisons, you know, so like that, that's not lost on me, like the, like the police and, and sort of by and large, like this system is not a system that has ever been designed to um, give us a fair chance. Right. Um, it was not designed to keep us safe. Um, right. None of that. And I think like, and I think, right. We knew that. I, I think the more that this continues to happen, we have to keep asking ourselves the question, well, how does this inform how we move? Right. Right. And I, I mean, I don't think there's anybody here running around saying, oh, you know, like the police are, you know, they're all right. Not all policemen are bad. Uh, I think, I think we're past that point. I think we're also past the point of thinking like, oh, all we need is some reform. Cause that's what people were saying a few years ago. Right, give people body cameras, um, nah, nah. at least charge people. And yeah, now people are getting indicted, people are getting charged, and then they're getting off. Right. right, like this is not designed to give justice. This entire thing is not working. It has not been working. And like the solution, I know we talked about the election, but like it's probably going to be a little bit deeper than voting. I'm, I recognize that at this point we have a Democratic House, we have a Democratic. Senate um, and a Democratic president, all of that. But like, let's, you know, like at this point, I'm not going to say that means nothing, but it, it doesn't mean as much as I, everybody outside with the guns. I think once, if you don't throw the whole system away, then it kind of does mean nothing at the end of the day, because it's like you keep putting the same people in power. They just have different titles. And then on top of that, I honestly feel like if they, if you don't pass the sandpaper test, then you you getting real deadly forces mm. on you, you know what I mean? But if you pass the, 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 the sandpaper test, then you, you know you get a little dysfunction they call Paw Patrol on the Mayo. And you you, they you call do Paw what you Yeah, they call Paw Patrol. They call Paw Patrol and that's what it is. Like they don't they don't make it important. Like what they did today really shows me that no way, no way in in heck are black people gonna figure out a way to to move without without there being an issue. I really, really and truly, I feel like if you don't throw away the system, then this is just going to keep happening over and over and over again. Hey, yo, Amina, sorry, real quick. I, that's how I know you've been babysitting too much and maybe you did need to travel. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I, I tried. I did. I truly did. <sighs> so... I'm looking at, so, I mean, you brought up a, a good point when you talked about, like, police, you know, the, the you know, that the police have completely shown that, you know, they're going to, they're going to pick sides so much. So I don't know if you guys have seen the, 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 um, the memes, but there's people taking selfies with police officers right now in the Capitol. Um, the fact that, no police officer were, were called to go in before this started to escalate. I mean, it took hours before they decide before they were able to come in. I mean, to get into the Capitol. And I don't right. know if you've seen pictures of what the Capitol and state buildings look like during BLM rallies, but before they even showed up, the National Guard was heavily armed and ready for anything. And I'm just wondering why, you know, we knew about this days in advance. I mean, they started protesting yesterday, <clears throat> yesterday, just to, to, to be clear. And there was also um, a Senate hearing. 
uh, going on at the same time, right? So there's there's all of these major politicians in this area, so it should be even more high security than normal, and nothing. I mean, they literally ran around there, and there's no casualties besides sounds, what sounds like friendly fire. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, um, like the command to like you know police is one thing, but I think as far as like the national guard, I do think there's an extent to which that command has to come from higher up. And to be fair, that like and when I say higher up, not Congress, but like the executive uh-huh. branch. Um, so considering, you know, Trump's looking outside, they're like, oh, that's the guys, free the guys. Um, like, I think part of the issue was that, like, right, Trump, and there's been some discussion about whether or not Trump called the National Guard, who called the National Guard, when did the National Guard get called? Um, but I think that is something that, like, you know, um, we, the people that we would depend on to do that, like, very clearly don't have the best interests of anybody but themselves you know, at heart. And then I think it's also, again, worth remembering, like, like, we can't, like, even if they were there, like, it's not like we could count on the police, right? Like, you'll hear it all the time where, like, somebody goes on some sort of armed shooting rampage, and they'll always somehow manage to capture them alive, even though they're armed and dangerous. When, like, you know, Black kids are legit, you know, dying for just looking the wrong way. So, again, I think about it, it's like, this is just showing me like it's like words it's like if you were to tell the police hey yo you got us right and they say don't worry i got you like these people come to their doorstep they'll be like uh yeah uh they're right here just go down the hall take a left um you know push really hard on the third block and then that's going to open the secret door and they, and they just right behind there you know like it's just yeah one of the things i think today shows and I'm just going to be honest about it. I think <laughs> I think we can be is that I think it's shown very clear that um this nation is owned by a nationality, you know, and I think uh you know like the the especially the black individuals that 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 live in this nation we frankly kind of need to understand that that's the way this is designed to work here. Mm. Um, and I don't think it's necessary, you know, us as black people were necessarily designed to have to be here. Um, so, you know, it really makes me think, you know, why aren't we unified as a people where, you know, we don't have to be begging for simple rights? Like, what is it going to take for us to, you know, as, as a, as a nationality or as a people, really around the world to actually excel i mean i think it's fair to definitely ask that question but then we look back at places that we call home such as nigeria like look at the escapade the 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 government pool just last year like n stars was something more than just something you put on twitter that was insane how do we say, you know, we want to move from not having any rights to going mm-hmm. back to the same people that's doing it to you? It just, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't, you don't win. So how do we create that utopia that we're all looking for? You know what I mean? You, you make a valid point, all right? But if you really look back as to, you know, why is Nigeria like that? Why are the people appointed mm-hmm. are even there, right? It, it really kind of comes back to intervention that, you know, wasn't from, <laughs> wasn't internal. 
you know, it came from a lot of external intervention. And that's the same type of oppression that's oppressing, you know, black people in, in, in the states. So, you know, I kind of challenge that to say that if, you know, if there was some type of unification where, you know, our resources is, you know, black people, I think there's a lot of black people doing well across the world. If there was a way that, you know, we found some connection to each other, um, anything is possible, you know, especially if you think about a capitalist society, really, it's funds really run if you if you can make money you can build things for yourself that really kind of runs the world and it shows today right the the individuals that were out there protesting they were very very well funded you know i I was fortunate enough to see some some videos with you know individuals some of my friends who who live in the area who are who have boots on ground who work at the in the capitol building and i mean it was a very well organized very well funded um, you know, type of or you know event, and I don't think that people of color can do that. Can can even raise that much mm. at, at this point, which is I don't understand why we have the resources. Um, we have a re- we have the resources, but um, right to to Amina's point, we don't have a code, right? These folks have a code. That code is ironclad. They take their kids and their other. I don't know, there are other militia members, whoever these folks are, right, to the woods every weekend, and they study the code, they practice the code, and, and then they come out and they implement the code. Um, I think, in general, like, before we even start talking about, like, sort of pan-African, and, and I love it, I, like, I think that's, that's a lot of, I think that's a dream for a lot of people. Um, but, like, say we even just break it down to country, like, take, take ourselves, right, like, you could break it down in Nigeria, you could break it down to Yoruba, you could even break it down to like the people around you, right? Do we move in a sort of way to like foster collective development generally? Are we thinking about what it means to be in community? What it like, cause like part of that is right, sacrificing sometimes from what you may want, recognizing um, that, you know, there are others that need, um, or at the very least, like investing time. Um, and often money, you know, back into the community in some way, shape, or form. And I think this goes really well with the conversation that we were having, uh, you know, at Platform um, mm-hmm. about Black businesses, right? Because that's part of the intention in, in supporting a Black business. It's not just like, oh, I'm getting exactly what I could get from, you know, if I was going to Walmart, whatever, you know, multinational corporation. But it's like, this is something that came from this community that I agree with and I identify with, and I'm going to put my money where my mouth and my heart is hmm. um but for everybody to be on that wavelength like i think it, it becomes pretty clear pretty quickly that you know we don't have everybody on that wavelength like that's not something that everybody necessarily subscribes to and even if they do with their head and with their tongue they might not with their heart so we don't necessarily see it in action um and i think that's a massive problem for us here in the diaspora, right? Like even sort of living through some of this stuff and seeing how crazy it can get. I think even then it's still really hard for us to, you know, actualize some of these things. Um, And I think that becomes even more true when, you know, you throw in the fact that like, you know, for people on the continent, you don't necessarily have as much exposure. You might have some, but not, but not as much to like 
global racial dynamics to even foster that same sense of belonging, then you also probably have your own set of problems, right? And, and it's not just Nigeria. I mean, like, right now, you can look at the, the Horn of Africa, you can look at Central Africa, like, you know, conflicts based on, you know, sort of tribe, corrupt governments, like, it's a, it's a, it's damn near a constant, right? And I think there's very much this sort of, like, we have to be able to get our house in order. And some of that is, you know, like, we don't have the means. Some of it is just, um, you know, like, the mindset's different because of the experiences, or at least in, in my in my opinion, I'm sure that there are there are, st- are similarities, but I think this is a big difference that I know, especially for everybody to be like, you know, we're all the same, um, or not even we're all the same, but we need to be unified together, um, right? I think that would sort of have to come from here, uh, and that would also require it to be, I think, sort of, you know, strengthened or backed by. Um, you know, some really stable functioning, uh, you know, nations. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I want to ask Fatima, you know, kind of what, what has been your takeaway a little bit from, you know, the events today, you know, kind of how do you interpret that right now? <laughs> I mean, for me, honestly, I just think it's, I agree with everything everyone has said. I feel like it, there is a lot of like favoritism in this country, even though I don't like, I don't really think, I don't know how to say it. It's not like this country is not for us. Like, even though this country was built by black people, like we're the ones who like, well, not we, but like, mm-hmm. no, no, you know, know what you mean. mean. Black people. It really is. Black me, people were brought into uh-huh. this land, right? Against, against their own mm. wishes, right? Like our ancestors, mm. whether like directly or not, like I still consider like, Absolutely. you know, the slaves that were brought, they're probably related to my family too, you know? So, like, our ancestors were brought here, right? And we built this country with no rights and everything like that. Yes, um, the system is not designed for us, but I do not think um, leaving is the answer just because um, there's really nowhere else for us to go at the end of the day, like, when we really look at it. Um, I do agree with everything that um, Kabir was talking about when he was saying... um, white people are very very unified and the it's funny because he says like oh they go to the woods and I literally because I, I, I'm in college station I really have like classmates who do that like they have this thing in this like on this campus where like they have like a week they go in the woods they like basically live in the wild kind of thing that they do it's so weird so like like they do all those kind of things they have trainings and they they're just like they like they support each other to the like full extent whereas other minorities, especially Black people, are very, very divided, right? If there's um, not Ados, which is African um, uh-huh. descendants of slaves, there's like, oh, Nigerians, or there's Africans, and then there's like, oh, no, I'm East African, so like, you know, I'm the better, I'm the better Negro, right? <laughs> and then there's like North African, so everyone is just really, really divided, and um, until we become united and we don't allow even the enemy to um, divide us internally, we will not be able to really thrive, you know, like we should be. So those are just my two cents. Yeah, I think it's sad that like, you know, we we feel like we don't have anywhere to go, you know, um, you know, and, and, and it's, it, it absolutely is reality at this point. It's it's true. But at the same time, you know, I ha- I can't help but to feel like that is a systemic, you know, that that thought is systemic, right? Like that somebody had intent mm. 
to make me feel like I don't have anywhere to go. Mm. Um, and if you if you really just break down, you know, how people go places around the world, it's never mattered about having a place to go. If you have resources and you have more resources than the place that you go, you have a really high chance of being able to own it, claim it, right? And the thing is, is, you know, when you look at Africa, it was never designed even from before European conquest, it was never really designed to look at themselves as a nation. Everything was, you know, tribes here and there. So there was no collective resource. And I think that was, you know, that was really some of our largest mistakes as people. Um, so without having a collective resource still, you know, uh, you know, I, we, I think we'll always say we don't have a place to go, but I absolutely would love to believe that we do. If, you know, we actually can, you know, that's what I was kind of meaning by being able to just collect our resources. So if you're Adolf, if you are Somali, if you're Ethiopian, you are from Mississippi, um, if you have lineage that's been in, you know, North Carolina, Georgia for for how long, you can realize that you actually do have a place to go, um, you know, and, and claim your own if you want to. I think at some point that would, that would be a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I do agree with you on that. I do think that um, at the end of the day, we are the ones who will end up building our own. It's like, you know, we're all Nigerian. So we're the ones who are going to have to go back to Nigeria and rebuild it because um, the level of corruption mm. is just it's just too much. I do think it has to be a collaborative effort. I don't think it's going to be like, oh, um, Africans or Nigerians in the um, diaspora or whatever, mm-hmm. however you say that word, <laughs> are going to be the ones who are going to be like, you know, the white saviors who are going to come save the day. I do think it has to be um, a collective effort. The um, Nigerians who are also on ground, who are tired, need to also rise up and then get support from other like Nigerians or Africans, like from other countries and that's how we will be able to build Nigeria and then that's how we'll be able to build Africa so I do I do agree I, I definitely but, agree with that yeah. too but I also feel like them old folks need to let go let go and let God okay because Absolutely. they they be fiending to keep it within the same corrupt family members you know what I mean and once mm-hmm. we once we detect that we need to be able to put it to a stop like if we don't put that to a stop then none of the progression that we think is needed is going to work you know what I mean Absolutely. I mean, nations, they grow from profiting off of their people. Right. In the most general sense. Right. And Nigeria has some of the most people, most people in the world. Right. But the profit Mm -hmm. that the individuals make go right out the door and don't go back into the country. Right. Um, And that's by design also. Right. And that's been appointed. So. I, I totally agree with you with, when you say the old folks got to go because I think, you know, the old folks are the reason why our money doesn't stay <laughs> where where it should be right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think if like like I said, you know, if we if we do if we do have enough resources to show that like, hey, like, for example, if we found a way to build a train system in Nigeria, it would make so much money that you'd probably have enough money to, to start to really compete with Nigerian government and, and impact. All right. And, and that's how you slowly overthrow someone with resources. But there's no way right now in Nigeria for someone to be able to come up with enough resources to 
you know, it's it's a really challenge there, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Man, we got off on a <laughs> a tangent that I don't know. I think it was important to be said. Definitely. I don't think we we planned that one, but you know, hey, that's I mm-hmm. think that's the way this entire twenty twenty one has has come <laughs> to us. Right? We we had some plans for what we wanted to do, and life is has taken us where I guess where we should be. Right. Mm-hmm. It's only our sixth day out here. We got ah, day six. I just got this guy out here. It's my first day. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm yeah. telling y'all, y'all, y'all really thought that that just because they said December 31st, we have to think that. We have to think that because go if hit we the don't, showers. then we realize that we still in shambles. Like, what the heck? We need a light. At the right. <laughs> right. That's a thing. I thought I was going to wake up like it was a dream. Like, I, I don't. That's when, that was 2020. <laughs> Man, all right. Back to, and now we're back on lockdown. It is, or, or things. Are, y- y- y'all. Are like global there. warming over Drake y'all drop, no lockdown. COVID or nothing like that. In Texas, there's oh, no such yeah. thing as a lockdown. Texas, Florida, yeah. We haven't been in lockdown since May. <laughs> Man. So if if a bunch of people in, from the Capitol building don't get COVID, um, how you guys feel about that? Like, should, I mean, there was a lot of people out there with no masks, right? It should be a. A huge spike of then COVID, COVID is a scam. You said what? Are you saying should they get COVID? You yeah, know, I'm are, saying like there should be a huge spike COVID? <laughs> of COVID, right? There and, will right? be though. There will be a huge spike. Uh, okay, we'll see. I think my only my only issue with that is like, it, like as much as like I wish there was some type of way to just contain COVID, um, to like you know just the people that like you know. Mm-hmm. might might be a danger yeah. i think they become a danger to everybody because we don't know where that spreads um especially for anybody that took a flight to dc um if you're going to an airport boom that's massive like it was already bad enough for the holidays um i think that's a whole other problem like it, it was already going to be bad it, it, i agree this is going to be something that makes it a lot worse but i think we all yeah. feel that like unfortunately so is there is there any like I'm trying to think what is there light at the end of the tunnel with with any of this COVID, um, the events from today, right? Like what? How do we move forward? As you know, we talked about a lot of lofty, you know, goals or ideals as to how the world should be, but at the end of the day, it's January sixth, twenty twenty one, and the world as we know it today is still the same. So what do we? How do we move forward from here, right? Like what do we? need to see and and in the political climate what do we need to see uh when it comes to like on a health perspective to to see some light and to really be able to be like okay we're back to normal ish like what is normal but this is our normal normal, though like how many how many years can we do this i mean i think it starts with every individual like once every individual takes the time to figure out how they can change and do better things will start to turn around. But I also agree that this is the new normal. I think that once, you know, there's, of course, if there's a will, there's a way. But I think for right now, we have to deal with what what is in front of us. So all human interaction is going to be electronic for the rest of time? No, 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 no. I think... I, I, Ew, I, I just take think, that vaccine. Exactly I, electronic. Think that, I think that now that they found out it can be, <laughs> electronic you know electronically done 
I feel as though a lot of stuff will start to become that. I don't know if it will be like that forever, but for now, I think this is the normal. And it's feasible. It works. So no more dying. I think that once... I think once enough people get the vaccine and there's like um, herd immunity, which is basically like enough people are vaccinated to the point where like the people that are not vaccinated will not be harmed because so many people are already vaccinated. When that starts to happen, things will quote unquote start to return a little back to normal. But I also agree with Amina that there will be some things that because COVID um, opened people's eyes to realize that these things can be done online. Some things will be just done online from now on. So we're going to have a new normal. We're not going back to the old normal for sure. Right. It's going to be a new one. Man, I don't know. I don't know if I can take it. What about dining in <laughs> restaurants? Like, I just want to be... That's going to come back for yeah, sure. That, that's, in Houston, that's... Oh, you were still dining, right? Right. That, that's <laughs> definitely going to come back. Oh. Look, if you wasn't on the man, Uber Eats way... How, how much Uber Eats? That delivery fee, you, but... man. Is, I don't It'd know. be taking me out. It. It'd really be taking me out. I'm like, oh, $20 meal, no problem. And then you, you hit next, and they're like, that's $70. And I'm like, oh, right. no, thank you. Like, oh, the kitchen? Okay, I can go yeah. in. I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. So that, I don't know. Maybe I'm just cheating. But th- y'all don't understand, like, going out to eat and stuff is, like, an activity. Like, people do that just for fun. Right. Like, right. That's going to come back. Okay. You can't Uber eat. And, and then, like, that is different to dress up, go out, and eat. Like, it's different. And that's how most people, most civilians make their money. I totally can. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Okay. Man, you, you don't see me. I'm going I'm to be listen, dressed to the night. I'm going to come dripped listen, out. As long as I'm new Jays and everything. I, I, come, I come dressed up to the living room. I don't care. Go out or don't go out. Me, I'm, I'm done with my half my D. Let me go uh, and do my own. So you can only dress up if you're married. Okay. Hey, I didn't talk to you. He's just a total bum. Hey, 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 right? hey. I didn't say that to I didn't say that. I'm just saying that if, if it no. really gets to that, then I'm cool with just dressing up in the house. Like As long as I complete half my D. That I'm good. Like mm. most people go out to to meet people. You know what I mean? To get to know people, to create that activity. You know, to with have people. fun with your friends. Damn. That's right. No, I, I feel that. You know, and if you gotta go to Chicago, you know, London. Are you sobbing me? You know, are you, you sobbing me? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how would I sub? Mm. How would I sub? Subway. I don't know sub. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, mean, subscribe. Oh man. <clears throat> Nah, we Amen. support you. We support Think you. Think I know the choice, <laughs> man. Look, we 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 went through a decent bit today. We went. We, I mean, we talked. I'm already stressed out already just about everything that's going on and being so <laughs> being so close to this madness anyway. Um, but we talked about 2020. We had an amazing. I just wanted to bring that back up. Also, just an amazing painting and discussion with some really, really cool folks at Platform. And that was, I think, you know, one of my most, one of the most exciting, one of the most fun episodes that we've had so far. So shout out to to the Platform folks again. Um, then talked about all the recent events. And then we also uh, had a Kumbaya moment and, and yeah. talked about, <laughs> you know, how we can do better as Black people in this world. Um, absolutely. So I think I've, I've, I've had enough with, with this for today but i'm gonna ask the group as far as is there anything else to even think about or to be focused on in 2021 
I just want to say, as Black people, this is not your fight. Stay safe. Stay home. Drink water. Mind your mm-hmm. business. <laughs> this is not your struggle. Fact. Fact. Protect, Fact. Protect yourself. Protect yourself. Mental health. Mm-hmm. Don't watch. Don't watch the news if that's not what you know like protect your well-being like don't be stressed like stay home don't go nowhere if you if you don't have to you know we're also in covid so like stay safe this is not your struggle like yo like 21 said don't come out the house because the gang outside i can i can follow that outside outside right now (laughs) that's great advice um i'll I will say real quick, um, just to just to Amina's point about, you know, sort of like making joy. I think, you know, one of my resolutions for this year is to like mm-hmm. make that joy for myself, like figure out 100% like what is it that I want to see for myself? What is it? How do I want to be spending my time? Um, and just sort of continue to expand like the amount of mm-hmm. things that which I have control over, you know, so like we can be like, look, it's crazy outside. Um, but, you know, I still have these things that I care about that I'm still engaged and I'm still involved with. My life is still fulfilling. I'm still content with it. And, you know, if, you know, Allah forbid, may Allah protect it, like it were to all just stop. Right. You know, I could say alhamdulillah. Um, yeah. yeah. Y'all New Year's resolutions? Man, I'm taking 2021 day by day. Every time I have a, right. you just every time I have a plan for my day, it, it doesn't go the way it, it should. So I'm making the adjustment right now to just take it day by day and make the most out of each day until I feel comfortable again. <laughs> really. But I think that's a that's yeah. a New Year's resolution True. too in itself, you know? Exactly. Facts. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. We plan a lot plans. And so make some of the lost planning for us. Absolutely, and make some of this COVID money too. There's a lot of money being made in COVID. There's businesses. Please send me the send me the link. Send me the link. Hey, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. (laughs) It's been an economic upshift for the for the uh, innovative individuals. Try to try to get on that. Yeah, follow my follow my business. That's soon to come. Okay, absolutely. You come promote it. It's gonna cost you though, you know. Our price, our price is high over here. (laughs) (laughs) Make we end it. All right. Alhamdulillah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. So thanks for hanging in there with us. Alhamdulillah, we had another great one. I think, uh, like like always, you know, this these are these episodes get better and better. So with that said, everyone have a beautiful night. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Muslims on the Move, an audio experience. Brought to you by Muslims on the Move, a program of APC. Let us know what you think about this episode. Share this episode with a friend so they can also benefit. Follow us on Instagram at Advanced Platform and subscribe to our mailing list by visiting APC's website at apc.ncnmo.org. Thanks for listening. Assalamu alaikum.